Support for Two Beards, Please provided by Cedarburg Associates at Thriven Financial. While others see money as a goal, Cedarburg Associates see it as a tool for serving God, family, and community. Find out more by contacting Cedarburg Associates at 262-421-5467 or by emailing hello at cedarburgassociates.com. Hi, I'm Nate. And I'm Andrew. And welcome to our show, Two Beards, Please. We are two Wisconsin guys with houses full of women. Which sounded a lot better when we were in our 20s. We're both married with two daughters each, and we will be getting together monthly to talk about life, tell stories, and try to make each other laugh. And hopefully, you too. Hello and welcome to a special episode of Two Beards, Please. Today we're talking firehouse hijinks with my friend and neighbor, put away your host, Steve. So Steve, uh, thanks for joining us, first of all. Before we get into the firehouse hijinks, we've got a couple different stories that we want to talk about that had been brought up previously in episode one. So if back you eye ha- problems. Back eye problems. If you haven't listened to episode one yet, please go out and listen to episode one. In fact, do it right now. Now would be a good time to stop episode four, we'll, go back to episode one. We'll wait for you. And go. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> I had alluded to a story that involved you and I sitting on my patio. This was last summer, I believe it was. And we were out there. It was just you and I drinking some adult beverages. I was in my back guy reinforced chair, and you were in one of the plastic Adirondack chairs. And I'll let you take the story from there. Yeah, I um, think I had a drink in one hand. And as a fellow Husky person... There is no just leaning forward and standing up. You need something to brace. So I grabbed one of the armrests, which was dumb because you have to put even pressure on both arms at the same time. I was dumb enough to put all the weight on one arm, which ended up pushing all the weight on one leg and shattered it, which I did like a tuck and roll motion. I don't know if I spilled my drink, though. I don't think you did. And then, uh, yeah, there were pictures taken immediately. like you were ready for it, almost like you one, knew it was going to happen. One, one he side, may or may not have cut tiny little shavings <laughs> off of that one leg. Once I knew you were okay, at first I was freaked out. It's like we're sitting there, and all of a sudden Steve's on the patio. Of course, we'd probably had two, three, four drinks at this right. point. You're, you're texting this, Lynn to see if your insurance is up well, to date. As soon as, as soon as <laughs> I, as soon as he started, as soon as I heard him start laughing, I was on, I was rolling. It was, it was that <laughs> funny. So for those of you who are watching YouTube, I'm going to try to put the picture in. Uh, maybe right over here and those of you who are not watching on youtube and just listening to the audio version please head out to our instagram or facebook page so i will post a picture of my friend steve sitting next to my broken chair on the patio (laughs) which is where you end up i wish i had a a lawn chair i wish i had a picture of the next day when you put your broken chair at the end of the street for garbage pickup to let the whole neighborhood know how fat i am that was great the next day it was garbage pickup so i did want to get rid of the chair right away so i get a text from steve i'm at work i get a text from steve saying hey thanks for you know displaying my shame all across the neighborhood i was literally laughing at work and i was getting looks like what in the world are you doing man so that was the first broken chair that we've experienced with you steve Um, let's talk about the second (laughs) newsflash steve's now part of the multiple broken chair club 
So Welcome to the club, Steve. We had, it was almost an ideal time. If this would have happened five minutes later, you would be watching this happening instead of us talking about it. So we were getting set up. We were getting set up in the studio. You want me to tell it? Go ahead. Jokey, laughy jokey. So we're getting set up, and, and Nate's putting all of the cameras, you know, getting them all ready and getting the microphones ready and making sure everything's good. And we're just getting the headphones set and starting to check mics, and we look over, and Steve has this look on his face like, I don't know what's about to happen, but well, it could be really bad. At first, I thought he soiled himself. Yeah, but. Well, which also would have been a funny story. I was doing a pushback because... When you're big, your belt buckle sometimes. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I get it. Yeah. I put my belt buckle to the side to prevent that. <laughs> That's smart. <laughs> little piece of advice. I'll share that with you. You can use that. So Steve leans back and pops the back of the chair that he's sitting in. To his credit, it was an older kitchen chair that we had had that has been around for probably 50 years or more. It survived <laughs> twice as long as some of you listening have been on the planet. Right. But it did not survive Steve. <laughs> well, it's, it's one that I had already repaired at one point. Uh-huh. I probably had something to do with that sure. issue myself at one point. But The only uh, thing that would have made it better is if you actually fell through the back of the chair and were like some <laughs> on the ground like laying on yeah the like floor. yeah like a Fall. flash dance like you like was that flash <laughs> flash dance is that that movie where the girl's in the chair and the bucket of water falls on her you know that yeah i would have been yeah. pushing my life alert to get yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those, those sirens would have been real up. We would have definitely left you there until we had pictures. We would have had That's to, for sure. We would have had to have gotten uh, our other neighbor, who was also a firefighter, right. at, with a different department to come over here and help us. <laughs> Drew, bring the backboard. It's like, it's like I tell my students, if, I, if I'm on the ground, don't try to lift me up. Just go get help. Let's get into the firehouse stories. You're a full-time firefighter. You spend a lot of time in the firehouse. It's a stressful job. I think anybody can have an understanding or at least a bit of empathy on what you guys go through on a day-to-day basis. There has to be some times in the firehouse, you guys kind of let your hair down, so to speak, either goof around or have some fun to de-stress. Yeah, some of the stuff is planned ahead. Some of it happens by accident. Every now and then we have an incident or a call where you get dirty, you get sweaty, you get covered in you know smoke carcinogens or just gross. Sometimes you can set things up ahead of time, uh, taking a shower head apart and putting bullion cubes in. Oh, that's um, brilliant. Well, you, you start thinking, God, this water's kind of salt, kind of salty, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> chicken or beef? But it lasts for most of the shower. Yeah, the only thing is if it has little flakes in it or anything of, like, the greens, that might clog up the shower head. But none of the stuff that we do costs taxpayers any dollar. We we wouldn't dare mess with people's response times. We wouldn't you provide dare... your own bullion cubes? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, same thing with the next one. Uh, <laughs> our own saran wrap that you lift up the toilet seat, you put it over the top of the bowl. Uh, that's yeah, that's a good one. That's yeah. a classic. They gotta get the toilet's gotta pro- get cleaned anyway. That's but, the splatter effect where yeah, or it's a hammock. Yeah, I guess for number two. It's <laughs> a good one. Yeah. That was a very delicate way of putting yeah. that. Yeah. Well done. You you'd be good for radio, Steve. You're you're fitting right in. Another one planned ahead. So this guy I used to work with, he got me good. So we have these little dorms, little rooms. They don't go all the way to the ceiling. So you can hear the other person snoring at night or okay, whatever. So more like cubicles. Kind of, yeah. Yes. I mean they're actual they're stationary walls. They just they're about six inches from the ceiling okay. that's open. He took a smoke detector and he put it underneath my mattress, but he put it on one side. I toss and turn a lot while I sleep. So he put 
a smoke detector on one side and even taped a quarter to the top of the test button. So in the middle of the night when I would roll over, beep, beep, beep. That's I'm looking amazing. at the alarm clock with my eyes half open. I'm thinking, yeah. the lights are not even on. It's it's the AM. The alarm's not set. You roll back over and it stops. Yeah, like where the hell's that sound yeah. coming from? That's epic. And he's just rolling on the floor outside laughing. That's brilliant. Yeah, that's a good one. How long did it take you to figure out what was happening? Well, they rubbed the sleep out of my eyes. I mean, it probably took 30 seconds to think, okay, I can hear giggling. Something's up. (laughs) Giggling almost gives it away. (laughs) (laughs) So you didn't feel it underneath the mattress? It wasn't like the princess in the pea type situation? No. No. That's pretty epic. That's Thank you. (laughs) We also have some of the stuff that we do to the new people just to see if they're okay. Now, it's not hazing, right? Can it officially it's be called officially. hazing? It can't officially be called hazing. A little initiation. Officially, it's Power called sauce. friendly banter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you got to see if they're fun. Right, yeah. No, I get it. If they fit the yeah, culture. some camaraderie. Or if they're narcs. If they fit, fit the culture. <laughs> that was so close. He almost got a spit take. Yeah. Don't do I it because he's facing me. That would have been a good one. <laughs> That's going on camera. Yeah. We'll cut to that camera at that point. <clears throat> well, like we have cutoff saws. They're just big circular saws, so you see them for cutting concrete and everything. Yeah. Well, you can convince the new people that have never used saws before that if you put it on the on the ground and run with it and use the disc as a wheel, <laughs> you can almost, it's like popping the clutch on a car. You can just start it up. Get it going. And they're, they're running bent over all through the parking lot trying to get this thing to fire up, and it doesn't work. It doesn't work that way. I think I've seen videos of that, not from a firefighter perspective, but from, I think it was con- uh, construction, construction workers. Yeah. 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 Other accidents that we've come across that turned out to be hilarious pranks. We have a ladder that would, when you pull the air horn, it, it used to be a metal chain, and you'd pull the air horn, and if you were touching the steering wheel or the door, you'd get shocked. Well, of course. You told me about this. Of course, yeah. yeah. It's more than static electricity from the carpet to a doorknob. So this is actually something, a short circuit in the system somewhere that's yeah. bare wire touching metal somewhere. Yeah. It's not, it's not as bad as an outlet with a penny or anything. Right. So we ended up fixing it by just cutting off the end of a broom handle. <laughs> we screwed it on so it's it's a wooden doll because they couldn't find the short. Sure. And they were going to fix it. So, we're so like, let's hey. not fix the root yeah. cause. No, let's no. just so slap we just together. eliminate the metal part that's touching <laughs> us. Yeah. No, it's brilliant. Well, we fixed it. But we also made it removable. So now you can put the chain back up. Oh. And if someone's new, they. And they don't, don't know about yeah. it. Yeah. Hey, adjust the mirror. Oh, air horn. <laughs> Most people that have done repair work around their house or whatever was a curious kid and stuck a fork in an outlet or whatever. I don't know what you mean by most people, Nate. I don't think anybody. I think a oh, small percentage. Of- a, a, you you never you can say you've never been tickled stuck by an a outlet fork before. In an outlet, I can honestly say. Well, not stuck a fork. Never in an stuck a fork in. See, that's not what I'm saying. Stuck a fork, never, never, never stuck, stuck a, a fork in an outlet. Have you ever no. been- Nate? I have never stuck a fork in an outlet. Well, that's not what you said. No. What I'm saying is, (laughs) have you ever been zapped by an outlet or by a lamp Um, or by something that has short-circuited Probably. I don't know. I started a grill that way. We were sticking a fork in an outlet? Well, we we didn't have a lighter to start the grill. (laughs) And we didn't have... We even tried the cigarette lighters and the fire engines, and that wouldn't work. We had lighter fluid on paper trying to get that to start, blowing on the thing, couldn't get the thing to go. We have weather sirens. They take six car batteries in each one. 
Okay. So what are they like? Eight, the terminals are about eight inches apart. I found a ten inch long screwdriver. These are the, these are the <laughs> sirens that are blown when there's tornadoes right, or right. storms rolling through in the area. Yeah. Okay. Well, they get maintained. So when the batteries are, they're still good, but we don't want to wait for them to die. We change right. them out before right. they die. Proactive. So these are all the ones that are just like be you do every six months. You change your smoke detector battery. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Like you Got should it. have right. last night or this morning. Yeah. Wink, wink. Oh yeah, there. Yeah. Public service announcement from, from Put Away Your Host, Steve. Thank you. Yeah, see? <laughs> Change your batteries. Smoke detector batteries. But yeah, I couldn't get the Now when you starts. get into trouble with the chief, you can point to this and say, yeah, right. it was yeah. a public service. Public service yeah. announcement. I was doing good. Um, <laughs> so I took a piece of paper. I put some lighter fluid on one side, put it on one terminal, and then I took a 10-inch lo- long screwdriver, arced the battery, and fired right up. Tack, yeah, I'm sure it did. And then so, tack welded the screwdriver yeah. to the battery. <laughs> Let's see. My last one. This one's a little bit more risky, but we had a like, ping pong like, table. Like PG... 15 risky or no i, I mean you, you wouldn't lose a limb from it you would go numb but okay uh, so perfect. in other words don't try this at home well, that should Correct. be the disclaimer of all Correct. Our stories. i think right? probably any video or any yeah. story we ever tell. any story right. we tell don't try this at home our old station we used to have a ping pong table upstairs we would play at lunch you go up and eat then instead of just sitting down we'd go and play ping pong for 20 minutes or something Got kind of boring. Sometimes you have someone who is awful and you're better than them, so it's not even a challenge anymore. So you decided to make it more challenging yourself. Rummaging through the station, we happened to find a box of mouse traps. So mouse trap ping pong was invented. <laughs> right. <We're... laughs> right here in the great state of Wisconsin. You heard it first. Mouse trap ping pong. So there's two ways to win. This is going to catch on. <laughs> this you know. is going to be this is, right. You got to get re- regardless <laughs> of what we say. Somebody's going to try this at home. You like, need to get it's like your, basketball. You need yeah. You need to like you need to start filing your patent papers today. Yes. <laughs> well, we started with just four traps, and you okay. put one in each quadrant of the ping pong table. Sure. The goal is to either win outright with numbers, or <laughs> like, like how you play ping pong. Yeah. yeah right. Using standard <laughs> using rules. standard ping pong okay. rules, right? Or you pop the other person's mouse traps. If it hits a trap and shoots the ball in the air, it's still alive. It doesn't matter if it flies 30 feet from the table. It's still alive. <laughs> nice. We've had it bouncing off the light fixtures where you're chasing back one way. you got to turn around and run back the other. Sure. Until it hits the ground. Yeah, it was pretty ball. fun. We actually ended up calling it a day because one person, I put a little backspin on it, and he leaned forward and put his hand within an inch of the trap. And I thought, okay, we gotta we got to figure this out. This Be- is... Before somebody got hurt? Yeah, before you have to write a letter saying, hey, yeah. guess who's on disability? Yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> how'd that happen? Well, you see, there's the, there's we this new more. game. There's this new game that it's we found. Sweeping the nation. Yeah. Four. Mouse I think trap, would, I think pong. I think an upgrade to that game would be the entire table full of mouse traps. I think I, we need to document the official rules of that. Yeah, I think so. We'll get that out yeah, there. Right. I think as games progress, you add more traps, right? Put on ESPN eight the Ocho. <laughs> yeah, the Ocho, yeah. <laughs> I think another addition would be put mouse traps around where people are walking. Oh, sure. And play with your shoes off. Play barefoot, yes. They have okay, so it's not risky like that, but they actually have a game. So I have a daughter who's three. She loves watching the Disney Channel. The commercials they have, I don't know what the obsession is with human waste. <laughs> Or dog waste. Did you, you're talking about like poop. All those games. Yes. They have them where you 
Oh man, they have okay. So there's one that's about I'm guessing it's six feet long. Looking at the commercial, and the you, poop is six. Form? That's a heck of a dookie. <laughs> well, they have a sidewalk, and then mm-hmm. you have to take play-doh and mold it into poop and put it throughout the sidewalk, and the, you blindfold the person, and you have to see if they'll step in poop. What are you showing your three-year-old daughter? These are commercials on Disney. I don't think. What yet. do you mean? He's got this game ordered already. <laughs> yeah. Amazon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not a sponsor. Yet. Amazon.com. Yet. Thanks for uh, joining us for this again this is going to be a special episode that airs mid-month those of you who are watching listening thank you very much we appreciate all the comments and feedback that we get from you don't forget to check us out on all the platforms itunes uh head over to itunes and give us a five-star rating and leave uh, positive comments it really helps out check us out on uh spotify podbean stitcher all of the platforms you can get the podcast uh, keep a lookout on youtube all of those links you can find on our website twobeardsplease.com make sure you uh ring the bell hit the you bell find us on facebook twitter instagram yep. all at two beards two beards please all right thanks everybody have a great month go put away your host steve <laughs> support for two beards please provided by cedarburg associates at thriving financial while others see money as a goal cedarburg associates see it as a tool for serving god family and community find out more by contacting cedarburg associates at 262-421-5467 or by emailing hello at cedarburgassociates.com.